The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Driving left side, goes all the way in, flips up a shot off the glass, it's good and she's fouled. Peyton Burholz, beautiful move to the hoop. Just felt like uh, it was the best interest of our, our program. We still have a really cool opportunity in front of us uh, that we needed to make the change. You know, we simply weren't making the progress, uh, I think, that we that we all expected that we would make. Shay, working back of a home group, big double on the right wing, dances baseline, leans in, and takes home a tough seven-footer. Again, got hit without a whistle. But Shea's got it working now to the tune of a team-high 19 points. Here's the inbound for Walker. He comes near the timeline. Now about 30 feet. Both stolen away. It's knocked away from behind. Stolen away. And James Madison shocks the college basketball world on opening night as they defeat the fourth-ranked Michigan State Spartans 79-76. 21-12-OU looking for their first double-digit lead. Uzan blow by alley-oop. Hammer! Jalen Moore rattles the rim. Timeout. Tuesday, November 7, Toby and TJ back with you. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show. High of 85 today. Welcome back to summer, everyone. Saturday going to be cool but nice for the game. Remember, 6 o'clock kick, so... This one under the lights, high of 63, which I would imagine, Teach means we're going to be in the 50s probably for probably the game. Right. So yeah. hoodie, nice hoodie weather. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, take it. By the way, uh, OSU loses their season opener last night in Stillwater. It's the best day ever. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to ask you your highlights, two off the top. Is this the glory days of James Madison right now? You're ranked in the college football top 25, and you knock off number four Michigan State last night in basketball. It's got to be the greatest run they've ever been on, I think. I would say second greatest run. Um, you know, 1776 was a good year for James Madison. <laughs> Him and Dolly were in their prime. Right, like right. they were. That's a good point. The, That's a good point. The, you know, shortly after that, the kings and queen, the king and queen of Washington. But next to that, this is probably the best time to be a Duke. Yeah, knock off Tom Izzo in Michigan State, which you know what that means, Teach. Go ahead right now and pencil in Michigan State for the Final, final Four, four this and, year. Uh, probably a national title game, yeah. OU, BYU put on, put on a six-day hold yesterday. Mm. You know what? We get a long-range forecast yet for Provo. Let's see if I can uh, put Provo, Utah in here and if it'll go. I think I go 15 days out, so we should be good. Should be able to, yeah. I'm kind of 
uh, hoping it's not a night game just because I feel like that would be bitterly frigid, but maybe I'm wrong about that. No, late no, or mid-November in Provo, Utah feels... Okay, here we go. A week from Saturday, high of 44, 30% chance of rain. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah, because with a low of 28, so if you're talking night game, mm-hmm. that 44 is probably mid-afternoon. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be chilly. Yep. It's going to be a chilly one. That's still a ways off, though. Um, okay. Let's play a little Porter Moser. We gave some thoughts last hour on how they looked in their season opener last night. I was impressed. 89-59 win over Central Michigan. JV and McCollum, the Siena transfer. One of the most sought-after shooting guards in the portal last year. Sooners landed him. He looked good. 19 points, three threes. Tega Owe matched his career high, 18 points, eight rebounds. Uh, they were athletic. They pressed. They forced turnovers. Few things they could be better at for sure. Gave up probably too many offensive rebounds, but had a chance to chat with um, uh, Coach after the game. 89-59 Sooners win the season opener tonight. Welcome back to the MidFirst Bank Post Game Show. It's time now for our interview with Porter Moser, brought to you by OU Health. Coach, congratulations! You're one to know. No, thank you, thank you, Toby. Just uh, yeah, you got to get that first one. You know, there's so much unknowns to start. You know, the the other team has a lot of newcomers. You know, we got newcomers, and uh, there's really no film. You know, and uh, so I, you know what I thought we did. I thought we we came out, and um, I don't think we had our best first four minutes of, of rebounding and defense to start the game. It was it was solid, but it wasn't great. We couldn't get out and run mm-hmm. if we if they either scored or they got their own rebound. We almost had no transition the first five minutes of the game. And then we we, uh, we came in fresh with a second wave of people yeah. and we got 11 stops. And we opened it up to that's and that's why I think we're deeper. We, we came in with a Rivaldo Sores and a Latre Dardhart who's older, John Hughley who's older, and um, and I thought we I thought we did some good things instead of coming off the bench and being young. I thought we had some older guys come off the bench, fresh, and we got some stops. And I, I really like to see that depth. You played a ton of guys tonight. Yeah. You've got so many different combinations you yeah. can try to. Uh, Kevin talked about the different buttons you can try to push, big lineups, small lineups. This is going to be fun, I think, for you to tinker with here early in the year. Yeah, you know, there's a balance to that. So it's fun to have, you know, some different options. Um, you got to balance it because they all want to play 25 sure. minutes. Yeah. And uh, you got to balance that. But, you know, you just want some things you, like they went zone, you want a good zone lineup in. You, um, you know, they, they went small and quick, and you got to have because they were really starting to just try to drive us and draw fouls and kick for threes and uh so i think we got some um you know i was i was pleased with a lot of things i mean we held them to 0.79 points per possession so i know sometimes that doesn't mean a lot to anybody but like that analytic of 0.79 points per possession is like really really high what's the goal there uh under one under one one. and we were at like almost 1.3 and uh you know i I, I, we've been really I would have loved to have more offensive rebounds. We've been really trying to, to, to promote that. We just didn't get them. We only got five, and we gave up 14. And that's that's one area where uh, we got to flip. Um, we got to, and then the, then the turnovers. We did force 17 turnovers. Our defense did. Yeah, that's high, yeah. and that's what I'm excited about because I think we got we we have DCO. I think we created some offense with some turnovers, and uh, to play tried to play a little faster and got up to got up to 89 points. Let me uh, spotlight one new guy and one old guy, and then we'll, we'll get you out of here. First chance for Sooners fans to see JV and McCollum tonight. This kid's a lot of fun to watch, Coach. He's obviously silky smooth as a shooter. 
And then Otega Owe looks like he's expanded his game. He was spectacular. Yeah, he was, you know, he's just finding ways to score, you know, and, and uh, he's, he's been super solid. And I, he's worked on a shot. We've, we've, got the, we've got it up higher on him. And last year when they backed off, that um, I think people are going to see that tape. He just kind of almost smiled. And he's because he's working on it so hard. And he just drilled it, and it was great to see that. Um, he's funny because a couple times I was mad at him because I wanted him. He took a floater, and he then he then he my, uh, he tried to tip an offensive rebound, and being fatigued, he turned and fouled. Uh-huh. And that's just you can't roll, you can't do that. And uh, he knew right away. And last year he would have been looking at me like, "What I do?" And I, he knew right away. And you, you can't roll over two mistakes and, and just foul, especially when the other team's in bonus. But like he really got us going. He got a really good plug. And um, like a plug on D, steal, and then in for a transition basket. Those are really good ones to start the half off with, you know, second half. Because you have a lead, you know, they're probably at halftime trying to be fired up. And I thought he did a good job uh, with some, some defense and stuff, too. Did you see your student section at the beginning of the game? Yeah, right. I saw awesome. them. Yeah, you know, we're going to keep growing that thing. Those guys are awesome. And I saw so many of them when I went back after the game. And just want to keep growing it, man, if it, especially on close games. If we can fill this thing, it, no great basketball program it, it doesn't have a home court advantage and get that thing going. And it means a lot to me. So I want to thank everybody who was here. Uh, they were great. And we'll, we'll continue to get better. And and uh, so it's good to get that first one out of the way. All right. Way to go, Coach. We'll All see right, you on guys. Friday. Thanks. We'll see you. Porter Moser, postgame interview brought to 89 59 the final we did we went to commercial break there coach stayed and then we went to break and he we took off our headsets and he no, said he hey didn't. no he didn't he was did not tj here he tonight did not say that. and i said i don't think so i didn't see him and he just was you could see his face was forlorn <laughs> and he a, just got up and such went, a liar man just lie sucked all the constantly. joy out of the victory your dad's got to be so disappointed uh so one to know one to know um sooners now Mississippi Valley State. Is that where Jerry Rice played? Uh, I believe that's right, yeah. Yes, that's that's right. Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. Is it? I'm like 99% sure, no, but I can real quick. Yeah, Mississippi Valley State. Okay, yeah. But he played football. <laughs> Correct, yeah. It wasn't basketball. Yeah, we're going to play the basketball team. Someone else got... played there, too, that was big time. All right. But it was football. See. I thought. Uh, they uh, got obliterated by LSU last night. Mississippi Valley State did. Um, so we'll see what they, uh, what kind of, what kind of resistance they put up Friday night. Mm, Deacon Jones, that's a name. I thought there was one more recent, like since Jerry, but I could be. I could be thinking of a different school. Yeah. I'll have to get I'll let you know by Friday. Okay. How about that? Okay. Um I'm trying out something new, by the way. Um Toby? You all right? Well, all right, I'm back. I'm back. Well, that was scary. You okay? <laughs> I think I rolled an ankle or maybe pulled a hamstring. I've decided that when I get, like, if a segment starts going longer than I want it to and I just want to, I, I'll just fake an injury in the middle of a segment. Oh. And <laughs> God, you carry you it for a while. You scared me, man. Like, 
you I can do that if you say, hey, I need to run to the door, which you've done many times on the show or no, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, that, like this I was like, better. did he just have a heart attack live on air? I like you this strategy better. Me. I'm just going to go down. Oh, my goodness. You take it for a while while I gather myself. And I then get I'll it. Get the OSU and, strategy. And okay. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But <laughs> goodness gracious. I like it. I like it. I like it. Sometimes you these segments get long. You made my stomach jump. I'm like, I think the man just died on air. Sometimes these segments get really long, and I'm like, I just say I can't give any more, and so I'm just gonna start going down. All right. <laughs> there are several people mad at you right now. <laughs> we thought we had lost you. We thought we had lost you, Toby. It's all right. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I think I can go next play. Next, maybe next segment. I just for a second there, I was hurting. I didn't know where the pain was coming from, and I just need you to take it for a bit when that happens. Okay, jerk. I mean, come on. I, what, can we please do something you're about right. this it's, nonsense? You're right. Something has to be done about it. Soft. Um, so soft. And it's not even just that game. There's other games when you see. No, the it's player, every game. I know you see the player. <laughs> Like, am I supposed oh. to grab my leg? What do you want me to do here? Oh, wait, no, they're stopping How the clock How many years have we flag. complained about soccer, right? I know. Faking injuries and all this coming. Now football is worse. They're worse. Football is worse than soccer now. You have 300-pound guys who lift weights for a living going, oh, oh. Look, what's wrong? I don't know. I'm just going to lay here for a bit so their offense can't get in a rhythm. Oh, wait, there's a flag. Nope, my leg's fine. I'll jump nope, up. It looks like I'm okay. <laughs> No, you're you're right. Unbelievable. You're right. Just embarrassing. Don't, don't bring up the topic in that manner again, please. No, that's I'm doing it. That's my strategy going forward. <laughs> they are so mad at you on the text whenever, line right now. <laughs> whenever a segment starts dragging on a bit, I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> and you just know. You know what? He's got he's got a little twinge. <laughs> now, when you do die on air, I'm just going to be like, get up. Toby's, Toby's got a twinge. I threw a flag. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I've, I've started the music. <laughs> when you do die on air, we're not going to believe you. <laughs> 717. I'm sorry. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, but maybe soon by the Jerk Store. Hightower Clinical bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. For free. Patients are compensated for their time. Toby probably needs to go there and have his heart checked out after that last segment. No, I feel good. I feel good. I feel better because I got a little bit of a break that last right, segment. Sorry, a little I mean, seriously though, you've got a son, right? If you were I've been told that, yeah, practice at least one that we know of, right? If we were at practice and your Son's little league coach said to him, here's our strategy tonight against these guys. They're probably bigger and better than us. So we're just going to, I want you just to fake an injury when things aren't going your way. Just drop to the ground and roll around in agony and fake it. Mm-hmm. I, I would go, dude, my kid's not playing for you. Sorry. That's unbelievable. What? We're doing this in Division One Power 5 football. Every game. 
every game. It is a coach-approved strategy every game. Ah, just fake it. Well, they're told at that instant to do it, you know. I mean, they're signaled, and then they look up. Like we said, the one Saturday where he looks up, oh, there's a flag on the field. I'll hop right back up. Uh, that was last week. That was the OSU game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was the OSU game when he did that. Um, what should the penalty be? Like, I mean, they do need to start taking control of it. Like, sit out the, the rest of the series. I was about to say, does the player have to sit out the rest of the series? Is it too much to say they sit out the whole half? I mean. Yeah, because the problem is you don't never know when they're really hurt. Then are so, you just running somebody in there that you don't care if they're in there for the series? They just run in that one play to stop the clock and to slow the momentum? I mean. Well, the reason they're doing it is because they can't substitute. Well, good point. Yeah, I guess that's right. OU's going fast or whoever's going fast. You can't substitute. So you're pre-assigned on this drive. You're the fall guy. If they get a first down, go down. And we'll get you in back, back in there as soon as we can. It's just embarrassing. Now, I don't know what you can do about it. Probably Oklahoma needs to change you know, their offense anyway. I heard a lot of talk yesterday about the tempo stuff is no good, and I don't know that I disagree with that. I I, I think probably Brent would, if you put um, – if you, if he was honest, or if he has a you know another decision to make on down the line, would prefer prefer a more traditional offense. It would help his defense out. But that being said, it's just weak sauce. It's what it is. It's embarrassing. It is weak sauce. <laughs> Sorry, I'm You're seeing, right? I'm seeing the text line to your last segment. <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> OMG, Toby says this one. Geez, that scared the bleep out of me. Mm. Just drove in a ditch thinking T Row <laughs> bit the dust. <laughs> I just thought T Row kicked the bucket live on air. Chuck Town Tuner, I thought he was gone. <laughs> this texter I thought from, he was gone. This is the one that got me to laugh. <laughs> this texter from the 918. I thought Toby just went wee, wee, wee all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I scared everyone. Oh, There's Terry from Dewey. There's a little shenanigans I thought there. His chair all. broke. Uh, <laughs> chair Toby made broke. my four-year-old cry. <laughs> no, come on now. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a moment for me of panic of, do I go to break? Do I wait and see if he responds because everyone's scared right now? It was uh, no more than 15 seconds. That was the longest 15 seconds ever. It was like, mm -hmm. so here was one of three options. One, uh -huh. you had had a heart attack and died. Yeah. Two, your chair broke and you just fell over. Three, <laughs> someone clubbed you over the back of the head and was in your home about to murder you and... Maybe it was someone within your own home finally yeah. clubbed you over the head. I don't know. It's a good lesson. It was a good lesson for all of us to be taught about the ridiculousness of faking injuries in football. And Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. Thank you very Get much. Get T Rowe to the injury tent now. Uh, this one wants <laughs> us to, every time you do that, play a sound bite of Al Roker saying, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I thought Toby just unhitched the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, this is my solution for the flop injury uh, timeout to stop the uh, rhythm of the quick offense. The injured player can't go back in the game during the same series in which he was injured. The injured player is the only player 
allowed to be in contact with coaching staff, no coaching up, non-injured players, no substitutions allowed other than the injured player. Hmm. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about know. that if you have a guy fall over on the field? Uh, about keeping the rest of the team away from coaches where you don't use that as a timeout to go over any strategy that they are to remain I mean, away from the coaches. I don't mind, I don't mind the, that. I guess. I, but you can't tell when it's fake and when it's What if it's a 10-minute injury? And, yeah, you know, yeah. And I don't. So you got you to gotta call the fake immediately and say, nah, that guy's faking, and then you find out he wasn't, then everybody's mad and in trouble. I think so. the person has to come out for a period of time. You know, whether it's the rest of the series or five plays or whatever the case may be, you you have to miss a certain amount of time if you leave the field with an injury. If we have to stop the game to tend to your injury, then you have to leave the field for a period of time. That's what they do in soccer, by the way. Toby, thinking I just lost you made me appreciate you more. Thank you. I can't wait to hear this promo. Greg put <laughs> I don't know that we can put it together. It goes well, on for come, two How segments. come your promo has 15 seconds of dead air in it? <laughs> That's what it was. Toby? Toby? Willie? And I was like, are you okay? Toby? <laughs> we'll get used to it. Uh, I'm quick crying, Toby. Today. It's been happening for years now. I think it's worse. Those coaches that haven't adapted. All right. I'll quit crying then. <laughs> Let's just keep doing it. This one wants him to stay out of the game until the change of possession or a timeout is used for him to re-enter immediately. Uh, most agreeing with you, though, to sit out the series, it looks like. Um, Layman said it best yesterday, if your offense is so fragile that an injury throws you off, it's time to change your offense. Well, so Layman's for falling over on the field. He is soft. He's not. He's not. But in... Um, in lieu of them coming up with a punishment for it, I mean, if there's nothing you can do about it, which right now there isn't, then every team's going to do it. As weak and as soft as it is, every team's going to do it. So you have to make some sort of an adjustment. Just It's just flat-out annoying, too. Yeah. Right. It's bad TV. It's right. bad for the fans. It's... Whatever, it's not that your offense can't overcome it. Sure, it throws off the rhythm, and you get to substitute a player um, bogusly. But, um, you know, it's not like they haven't scored a bunch of points this year, but still, I get it. I'm sorry. I'll go back to being mad at OU. We're supposed to be mad at OU. This texter wants me to get that on the pod pod, pod immediately so that he can scare his friends that didn't hear it live. (laughs) Hey, did you hear Toby died on air today? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I love you, Toby. Oh, thank you. I'm Roy. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Just upset everyone today. But you've taken their minds off of OSU, too, I think. So, <laughs> Have we all learned a lesson here? They're more concerned for your life here. That's... Uh, CV Sooner says, Toby. Did Jeff Haxton text in? Not yet. I haven't There's heard There's a from job him. opening uh, now? Heard... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toby. All of a sudden, he... I'm the optimist from yesterday that wanted to say that it was awesome to hear the story of the first Bedlam game. Obi Baird is my great-grandfather, an Aggie who went in after the ball 
I'm an OSU grad who wore OU gear to class proudly. We're improving each year, and we'll still have a shot at the Big 12 Boomer. All right. Very good. Uh, Baseball Ross, my takeaways from attending the Sooner game last night are mostly the same as you. My ads are, one, free throw shooting. Two, I liked giving uh, Los a break with Tega and Dart Hard in together. They are they are a force. Mm-hmm. Um Darth is really good and natural and also skilled basketball player who plays with confidence. He even had several rebounds. Yeah, these are vets. Like, you could tell that. Porter said that in his postgame interview. Like, the guys that they brought in, it's one thing to bring in talented freshmen, and you need it, right? I mean, you need to build your program that way. Los and Tega, talented freshmen last year. You hope they're with you for four years, and they're the backbone of your program. But when you can bring in vets, like Dart Hard's a super senior. Sorez is a super senior. These guys have played now five years of college basketball. They are not you know, unfamiliar with anything. Uh, that's immediate impact guys like that. And the first impression anyway is that they did a good job in the portal. McCollum can play. Dart Hard can play. Sorez can play. The uh, Hughley guy, I mean, we'll see, but I'm 6'10", 275. He's got, he can go right shoulder, left shoulder. He can shoot outside. He's got a, he was four for four from the free throw line. I mean, I was impressed last night. So positive first impression. There's a long ways to go, but last year at this point, TJ, they were 0-1. 1-0 is better. That's right. 1-0 is better. The record, uh... Right now is 0-1 in Stillwater after one game of basketball. It's the best day ever. What else you got for me? One one or two more, please. Uh, frat bro Mark asking if the Big 12 ever did comment on the non-call. They said they will not uh, release statements on judgment calls is what they said. Did Brent comment on that last night? I'm not sure. I did not hear Brent last night. They won't comment publicly, but they will tell him about calls he asks about so i oh, wonder sure. if, yeah. if that call came up on the show i assume it did we're going to play a little chunk of what brent had to say when we come back from last night's rudy show with uh, plank and teddy 405-651-3439 if you'd like to jump in we're going to take a look ahead at what this coming week of college football looks like as well plus i didn't do it yesterday we we were just too busy but teach we got to update everybody on the ref royal rumble because TJ and the chairman made a major move this week. We'll tell you about it coming up back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Did you see who just jumped on the OSU bandwagon during that commercial break, Teach? They joined Steely. It wasn't Steely again, or no? It was uh, somebody else in the Rumble. Oh yes, yeah, just that. Uh, put on their orange and black and said, wow. "Go Pokes!" Fired his pistols. Man, interesting. Very interesting. You never know, do you? You just never know. Right there, sitting beside you, and you would have never have known. Mm-mm. I didn't. I. How could I see his orange and black boxer shorts, Teach? You know. Right. Um, all right. 
BV at Rudy's last night with Plank and Teddy. He was asked after a couple of days now to reflect his thoughts on the Bedlam loss. Well, it's really uh, it's the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, we go through our first seven games of the season, and we, you know, turn the ball over five times. Uh, one of those five times was on a kickoff return after a big return against Tulsa. Uh, and uh, so offense had only turned the ball over four times through seven games. And the last two games, we've turned the ball over six times, five times on offense. So one of them was a pick six. So it's, you know, the, you can peel it all the way back in all different kinds of layers and all different kinds of plays and moments, whether it's a drop or it's a third down conversion or you can't get off the field on fourth down when you got to get a stop to win the game. or But, you you, you, you know, when you lose two games by a total of eight points and one of them was a pick six and you, you'd been number one in the country in turnover margin through seven games, and, again, you you have a day where you, you lose or back-to-back weeks where you lose the turnover margin, you're – you're asking for it, and um, and so that's that's the number one thing. You know, when it's all said and done, um, a lot to, uh, that uh, you got to get corrected. And again, we had uh, four false start penalties, um, all on you know one different guys, and uh, can't lose to Oklahoma. And uh, and again, through the first seven games, we, we we were a little more focused and didn't have the pre-snap penalties and. Uh, the last two weeks, we've had six false starts, and that puts the offense in a bad position. That'd be like the defense, uh, you know, you're playing at third and four, third and three all day because you didn't, you're giving up a six-yard inside zone on first and ten. That's As a play caller, that's hard to get into a good rhythm. And uh, the flip side is if it's second and ten or second and 15, you know, we, we had several drives that we, we did a great job of moving the ball and getting in the plus side of the field and, and then, again, it was just you, know, you had a bad snap and uh, turned it over. and Or we had a, again, at second and 10, now at second and 15. Uh, we had a, you know, the right before half, and we have a chance to, to go in with the lead. And we have a big drop. It's a, it's a walk-in touchdown. And so you're doing all these things right to get to that position. And then, you, you know, we lose a little bit of focus and the fundamentals that got to go with the effort. And uh, it's not any one thing. We had a late in the game there, uh, second to last drive of the game. Uh, I believe it's a second down play. We got a really well-designed uh, boot throwback uh, with the back wheels out of the backfield. And he's covered, uh, which we thought would. But we have a drain uh, where Stogner's coming back. He's wide open. It's a, it's a walk-in uh, touchdown. But we gave up a little bit of pressure by the backside defensive end and the quarterback Got to duck up, and he can't find him, and and it's a walk-in touchdown. You can't you when you're losing the turnover battle. You can't combine that with these other you know miscues like a dropped touchdown. <laughs> you got a well-designed play. We beat the guy off the line. Uh, you the, those aren't just going to happen. Well, hey, we'll just get that next drive. Those those opportunities don't just come and go all day, all game long. And so this is a game of 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 doing in the moment and and i'm not even talking about where the coaches we got to be better too there's there's plenty of that but i'm just talking about the ones that are just um uh, real layups and uh you know or again we got we got drake you know and he he gets kind of knocked out of bounds there and uh, we don't get that play and and uh, but there's several of those um types of 
uh, miscues, but the number one thing is turnover margin. And we were so good for uh, the first part of the season and, and these last two games, um, we've been on the wrong side of it. And, again, you're, you're talking about the margin for error. It isn't much. And, again, that's, you know, eight points between the two games. All right, that's BV at Rudy's last night. Um, how do you feel like the rest of this is going to go, Teach? Is it is the bottom falling out and we're free falling to the finish line here? Or are they gonna are they gonna pull this thing together? They'll pull it together. Um, a lot of it's going to be with certain guys and health. We've got a lot of guys beat up right yeah, now. They are so banged up, I mean that's they? a that's a big part of it too. So, but he's right. Some of the simple mistakes, like I think he. The false start, I think he said they had six. I think three of those have been on wide receivers, which is just unusual to me. Yeah. Um, I think one on Nick Anderson, maybe two on Farouk, something like that. So they've just got to clean that stuff up. That'll help with a lot of it. Um, the unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, did Stoops have one? Yeah. So um, I think he's learned his lesson, and other coaches don't pile a 15-yard penalty on top of another 15-yard penalty. That will help. Um, and it, and it's it's, you know, when they go back and look at it, you know, as fans, we just see the play not work and not play out and how they can look at it and know that, you know, what she's talking there with Stogner wide open, if Dylan had like half a second more and, you know, just uh, block your guy just a little bit better and that play develops and, and is successful, hopefully. So they'll clean it up. They'll be okay. But the West Virginia game is much tougher and I'm much more worried about it than I was at the you know beginning of the year, even three or four weeks ago when we saw that game on the horizon. That's not going to be an easy game on Saturday. They, that's a good football team, and they've, they've played well. So, Mobile um, quarterback, mm-hmm. that's no fun. Neil Brown saved his job so far this year, I I mean, unless so. they fall yeah. apart. Uh, they are a Houston Hail Mary away from being 7-2 and two right now. And in the – well, it would be tied for the lead in the Big 12. Uh, they beat OU there in the hunt, West Virginia, for to go to the Big 12 championship game. So, Yeah, and you obviously have more concern when you're coming off of two losses like that than had they won those games closely. You're probably feeling different. You even look at Provo differently and that environment and what time is that game going to be and what are the weather conditions going to be. And then you look to that last week, you got TCU on a weird Friday afternoon, or, you know, 11 a.m. game and so trip to fan hangover so, yeah I mean that's that's going to be an unusual week for them and kind of shortened so uh, but I think they pull it back together I do think that they need to hammer somebody they need to, they need to go out and it would be nice and they're wearing the the anthracite I believe on who Saturday. told you that well I think oh you put it out as a on a tweet last night so did they yeah um yeah so usually they're fired up when they get to wear those alternates and Hopefully they come out and hammer West Virginia, like you said. Nighttime anthracite. What do you think about that? Um, hopefully the lights are working well. It would be difficult for you to call the game. Uh, the lights are great. <laughs> I'm joking. We got LEDs, baby. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, no, I think that, like I said, they're always fired up. The, there's some of us that don't love the alternates, but the players love them, and they seem fired up. And I thought we liked these last year when they rolled out. Do we don't like I, these? No, I think a lot of people do. I'm saying, you know, there's some that don't like yeah, the Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking no about what. you. Oh yeah, you. I like the anthracite better than the uh, the bring the wood. Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, they are wearing them Saturday. I have to go back and uh, fix a line in the scene setter today because I did not know this. And uh, so 
Got to make a, a midweek scene setter adjustment. I got to save the different scene setters. Hey, uh, someone, one. could I get on the uniform email? Someone out there, let me know what they're wearing from week <laughs> to week. That'd be great. A little heads up. Uh, excuse the printer in the background. Uh, West Virginia has 62 pages say, in their game notes. About, West Virginia, by the way, still the only school that I get um, actual media guides from at the beginning of the year for basketball and football. So it's not surprising that you would have that many pages to print. But, man, you need to get with RK Black, get you a better printer there. 62 pages. <laughs> Don't dog on my Epson large format printer, okay? <laughs> it's a workhorse, baby. It sounds like it's working hard right now, so yeah. It is. It is. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully, you know, what, what I heard yesterday, 12-point favorite, something like that, Sooners this week. Is that right? That's what I heard Ball yesterday, part. too. Yeah, I heard them talking we about need it. To go down the whole, we need to go down all the – I don't even know who's playing this week. Let's do that uh, coming up next hour. Uh, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Sooners are 1-0 and in uh, men's and women's basketball. Both got wins on opening day. We'll be back. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Good Welcome to the best casino in OKC. Play with your wild card all November. For a chance to win $100,000 in cash and prizes. With almost 3,000 of your favorite games. Plus multiple restaurants and bars. Riverwind really is a place for a good time. Hi, Tower Clinical brings you this hour. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Crohn's disease, dermatitis, arthritis, different cancers, multiple other disease areas. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options. Find out if they have something that would work for you. You can uh, check out HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Can I say one thing real fast? Yes. Uh, I have just posted the updated King of the Mountain. Ooh, Only one listener lost this oh, week. Geez. Well, it's actually Scott and Elgin who did not get a pick in, so it's possible that he gets put back on the mountain if he can prove it. But terrible all week. The Browns won, Saints won. Um, yeah, you guys were nails this week. Going into week 10, we're just over 50 combatants still remaining. Well, that was okay, JP Sooner in my first text here. He was asking. Check how it out many, on Twitter. Uh, was on the mountain. So there yeah. you go, JP. Go to go to my go to Twitter at T Row OU. I've just posted who's left, and if you're not left, what week you went out and why. Uh, Camo Sooner says, "I think a home at ni- a home game at night is just what the doctor ordered." Agree. We need to get off to a good start, though. I don't want the crowd to turn against them. You know what I mean? I you don't, to grow you don't restless. want uh, Jackson Arnold chance and uh, booze. Will Jackson Arnold play Saturday night? Yes. I agree. I'll say yes. Go ahead. Um, alternative uniforms all suck. All right. Thank you for that. 
I can say that my game day outfit will change from here on out, says Tommy. Uh, Lloyd says West Virginia is about to become roadkill because of the two weeks of frustration that has been building. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, the, Country roadkill. You know, and I think it's important to this team. They look up and see, hey, we can still get to 10 wins, possibly 11 with a bowl game. Like, I think that will be something that motivates them. And, you know, like Drake said, like, no, nobody's quitting around here. Like, we've got football to play. So I think there's still things that they're looking at and, you know, who Save knows? See, see what happens with, uh, you know, the rest of the conference and what happens with some tiebreakers and stuff. So, because I don't know that OU or OSU and Texas, you know, run this thing and end up with the one loss. So we'll see. We'll see. I saved a turtle yesterday. You did? Yeah. Well, that was nice. He was of you. crossing, I was on my walk and he was crossing the road from one pond to the other. <laughs> and a car came whipping around the corner. Right. And I, started waving my arms it got the attention of the car and i pointed to the turtle and he goes oh thank you and he swerved around the turtle aren't you just the sweetest why didn't you go grab the turtle and uh run him to the other side it looked snappy (laughs) i considered it but as i approached i saw his face and he did not look friendly (laughs) so um that's why he was in, he was moving like it just needed a second. He needed that car not to hit him, and he would have he would have been fine. So, I think he made it. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on players subtweeting the fact that it was surprising that OU had a better tight end than doesn't have a better tight end than Stogner? Not a good look on the inside of the walls. Nope, not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah, I would agree I with saw that. that Can't uh, be coach... doing that. Not a good look. Uh, I don't know what else you want to say about that, but um, yeah, that's you can't be having that. No, that won't go over well with Joe John Finley, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised there isn't a medical review team that watches the replays for player injuries and reports that information for a player treatment. If there was, they could call in flipping to the refs um flopping uh, yeah they said flipping here first time warning second time unsportsmanlike penalty on the floppers that's from bebop do i do like to do in basketball you know the flop warning in basketball you get yeah. a technical foul if they deem you to have flopped yeah something like a 15 yard flopping this one says i hear uh toby that uh dylan with his height has trouble seeing over the middle is this true how tall is he how tall is jackson arnold uh, Dylan is 5'11". Jackson Arnold, I believe, is 6'1". 6'1", I think, yeah. Uh, Baker and Kyler shorter than Dylan. Shouldn't be an issue. I'm sure that, listen, I mean, those guys are 6'6", 6'5", 6'7", in some cases, those offensive linemen. So, yeah, I think for, you know, unless you are Josh Allen, who's the tallest quarterback in the NFL, Teach? Anybody bigger than Josh Allen? Um, I'm trying to run through my head. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, unless you're that, you you got to find your lanes, you know. So perhaps that is the case, but I haven't heard that. We'll be back. <laughs> 